With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Friday, a meat Friday at that, Italian beef on the Traeger. Seton's got the honors today, picking out the menu. Welcome to the program, already in progress, coming up. We'll talk to Sean Salisbury, sports talk show host in Houston. The Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson now faces multiple civil accusations of sexual misconduct. And there are sports angles, but this is a a story that's a little bit different. These are serious allegations, and we don't have any answers yet. I said last hour, we're not court TV. I'm not going to litigate this. I do want to look at this from the football perspective. NFL fans are probably anxious to find out what's going on because Watson has been the story of the offseason. He's made it quite clear, doesn't want to play for the Texans. Although we don't know for sure, there are insider reports that the team is now considering making a move. I don't know how you can do that. It's got to be put on hold if your team interested in him or even the Texans interested in moving him. But I don't want to rush to judgment one way or another. Right now, teams, including the Texans, are gathering facts. The NFL says that it's going to investigate this, and that could take weeks, could take months, and therefore it's probably – Very, very slight chance Deshaun Watson would be traded prior to the draft. But we'll be patient because it's an impactful story and too impactful of a story to take lightly. But the uh, lawyer for those who are filing these charges has come out to say 
His name is Tony Busby. He claims that he has nine clients who have assault claims against Deshaun Watson. He's um, he's keeping it public. He's making sure that it's out there. All the information is out there. And the question is, what is next for the Texans? What is next for the NFL? And certainly what's next for Deshaun Watson? 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Um, the Colts introduced Carson Wentz yesterday. I think they were trying to make it a um, team-friendly press conference. There was a report that the Philadelphia Eagle reporters were not allowed to be asking questions in this press conference. So they were trying to move on from the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's Carson Wentz talking about what happened in Philadelphia. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It wasn't fun. You know, it's it's not fun when, you know, things were going so well for years and, you know, all those things. And um, obviously the Super Bowl and all those things that happened, you know, and not being out there on the field having injuries. A lot of things that just you don't know why things happened or why they went the way they did. And, you know, as a man, you have to you have to look yourself in the mirror and, and you know, learn from it. Yeah, and hopefully this is uh, a reboot for him. He's reunited with Frank Reich, his uh, former offensive coordinator in Philadelphia, and they got a very good team. That team is ready to win now. And if Carson Wentz lives up to his end of the bargain, they will be a dangerous playoff team. McLevin, do you have a poll question for me? Of course I do. It's NCAA tournament time, so that means one thing. Would you rather have Christian Leitner's amateur career or his pro career? That's what we settled on. You settle on that today. Yes, it's Chris, It's NCAA tournament. And what's the one person who comes to mind come NCAA tournament time? Is it his, so it's his amateur career or his college career? I gave amateur so he can get the gold medal in there too. Oh, okay. I was going to include that in there. Yeah, Paulie. I'm confused by this one. So you're saying instead of taking being a four-time All-American, uh, most outstanding player in a couple championships in college and a... a a medal with the gold medal team, the uh, dream team. I would take his year scoring fourteen and six with the Timberwolves, or nineteen and eight with the. You um, don't get the money with Leitner, but see, you have to include the money because oh. then, then it's not even a question. I think the room is still split. Wait, if I said you could have, and Leitner made under seventy million dollars in his career, sixty-five million dollars in his career, and he played fifteen years, was an All-Star four times. Or would you rather be known as one, win a couple of national titles and be known as one of the five greatest college players of all time? Seton, you're taking the, the pro Leitner? I'm taking $60 million if I can. Okay. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. Uh, anybody taking Christian Leitner, the collegiate career? Paulie is. In a second, he's got immortality. You can make a lot of money off what he did in college. I'm sure he would have, even if he didn't play a minute in the pros. I don't know if you can make $70 million on I, immortality. I know. I, I would like I would like four years of greatness, household name greatness. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a whole lifetime of sitting on a yacht somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Still made it to the NBA, so you're good enough. You're yeah. already one of the 1%. All right. I guess, in more ways than one. I guess that's our poll question today. I think it's interesting. Like, Tim Tebow made a lot of money off his college career. Is making a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, he still is. Not $70 million. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I thought, uh, you know, would you rather be Tyler Hansbrough or Kyle Korver was a pretty good one. I don't think anybody in America is doing that one today. Which, what if someone did? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. If you know, they, I was just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which career would you rather have? Yeah. 
Would you rather have Wayne Turner's career or uh, Robert Ory's? Dante DiVincenzo or Theo Ratliff? Adam Morrison or Kevin Durant? Yeah, nobody's probably bringing that up today. All right, uh, let me see. We'll get phone calls coming up. Uh, last night, there, there was an incident last night in the uh, Michigan State-UCLA game. And I, I don't know, maybe incident is, is, this was something caught on camera. By the way, want to say good morning to our newest affiliate, Fox Sports Radio thir- uh, 103.5 FM and 1510 AM, the game in Spokane, Washington, home of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. So there was a moment right before halftime, UCLA and Michigan State, and Tom Izzo was upset that uh, one of his players made a mistake on defense, and he went after the player, got in the player's face, grabbed the player, and then you know they had a little bit of a moment there in the tunnel going into the locker room. Here's Coach Izzo talking about that moment. <laughs> you guys are beautiful. Yeah, he missed a, a play, and I told him, and he walked away, and so I told him to come back. I mean, <laughs> I, we went through this a couple of years ago. Um, a game like that, that's the question you're going to ask me. Uh, I guess I'll answer it because the media has the right to ask whatever question, but we'll get him in here and you can ask him. I mean, it was, it was a normal nothing. It's just that uh, this day and age, everything's something. And the player is Gabe Brown, and it, it's not a good look. You know, coaches always will tell their players, you know, they're always saying you got to keep your composure. You know, the kid loses his cool, but he he didn't he was upset that he made a mistake. So in the moment, he knew that he made a mistake. Coach Izzo runs over and then gets in his face, and then the player walks away. And then he grabs him, and then they have a moment again, and then they go into the locker room. I don't know what happened in the locker room, but the coach has got to understand you're on camera. Wait to the locker room if you want to vet this out. You want to say something to the player? And I know that this is the old school, and I should be sticking up for Tom Izzo, the old school way of things. It's not a good look. He can mean well. He can love his kids. Bob Knight used to tell everybody he loved his kids. I love them. I love them so much. Okay. It's not the worst thing in the world what Izzo did last night. But this is a new era it's a new generation of kids when i was growing up the football coaches at my high school thought nothing of grabbing your face mask and rattling you around or basketball coaches and what they would do and punish you and it was called punishment back then last night it's an intense game it's a play-in game you're upset with what he did the player gabe brown was upset with what he, he knew he made a mistake Get to the locker room. That's all. Just because that's the way it used to be doesn't mean that's the way it is now or can be now. And why don't we say to coaches, keep your composure. You're the grown-up. As great as Bob Knight was, he couldn't keep his composure. You're the grown-up. But you want your kids to have composure. And I don't agree with it. You set the example, and Tom Izzo wants to be upset. There's a better way to handle it, in my opinion. Just not a good look. 
And, and I'm sure I'm going to get the purist or the old school to say, oh, you're soft. No, I went through all of this. I get it. I saw it. But that doesn't mean that's the way to communicate. It's a teaching moment. These coaches talk about being teachers. It's a teaching moment. That's not how you teach. The teaching moment is, Gabe, let's go talk about this. Go in the locker room and talk about this. And yes, it happened a couple of years ago. And I'm sure it's not a big deal. And I know Draymond Green went to Michigan State and he came out and said, everybody just relax here. Okay, I get it. I love having Tom Izzo on. I've known him for 25 years, maybe even longer. I didn't play for him. I don't know how demanding he is. I know he cares. His players do love him. You don't hear players talking about Coach Izzo, former players. If they do, it's in a positive light. It was just, okay, he made a mistake. It's not the end of the world. It's just, if you ask me my opinion on it, he made a mistake. It's a bad look. It truly is a bad look. When Bob Knight grabs his son by the jersey to pull him off the floor, he loves his son. It's a bad look. It's a teaching moment. But Tom Izzo, you know, he can laugh about it if he wants to. Okay. Gabe Brown, maybe he laughed about it, said it wasn't a big deal. I get it. It's heat of the moment. There are a lot of things that happen. But that doesn't mean it should be accepted as, well, heat of the moment. And when you grab his jersey, I know, as a player, you're not supposed to turn your back on your coach. Don't walk away from your coach. I understand all those things. I got thrown out of a game. I got thrown out of a game by my coach because I rolled my eyes because I'd just been taken out of a game. Told me to shower. First quarter. Shower. I rolled my eyes. I get it. But that doesn't mean that that, that's the way it needs to be done. Teaching moment, then teach. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here, McLovin? Uh, we're going to stay with that poll question. Uh, we got our brackets there. Salisbury will join us coming up. Uh, let me see. We have another poll option, by the way. Okay. Uh, Paulie put this out there yesterday. We never got to it. Would you uh, rather your alma mater? Uh, now, I win- should be fair to the situation. Yep. If you guys think differently, because look, look, we're transparent here. And if you guys... You know, feel differently, then fine. I'll listen to what you have to say. Yeah, Paulie? I didn't see it live. I heard the uh, the reaction to it on social media and on radio this morning, and then I clicked on it, and I go, oh, that's all there was? And But I also agree with you, Dan, that it's, it's, it's none of it's necessary. But I didn't think what Izzo did was um, physically uh, overt, I guess would be the phrase I'm looking for. He, the kid walked away, he goes, hey, come here. You know, a little pull of the arm. This guy's 6'8", 220. He can handle a little pull of the arm from Tom Izzo. I don't want him pulling on the jersey. Well, well he's like, well. I don't want him pulling on the jersey. I, I guess, just for me, I didn't play high-end sports, so I, yeah. maybe I don't understand, but uh, it didn't bother me that much. I was like, he's just trying to get the kid, hey, stay here, let's talk about this. You want to yell at me? I'm fine with it. You can yell at me, but stay here and talk to me. Yeah. 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 Seaton? Yeah, I mean, I had a similar experience to Paul. I didn't see it. Um, in the moment, and then I have heard all of the reaction to it, so I went back and watched it and was pretty surprised that well, I was like, wow, that's, so that's what this whole fuss is about, is, is that moment. Um, it, it seems like a pretty huge overreaction to me. 
Well, I don't know what everybody else's reaction is around the country or, you know, who does this for a living. This is just my reaction to it. I'm not reacting to their reaction, but you're right. There are people who have, like, this gets a big headline there. That's the headline from UCLA and Michigan State, that people are talking about this. Um, it's just a bad look. It's just a bad moment there. And Tom Izzo's going to the Hall of Fame. And I'm sure that he'll have, you know, the audience will be littered with former players because they love him. But this is just a bad moment. That's all. I can't even put it. I can't even, like, mention Bob Knight's name or even associate it with what I just saw from Tom Izzo. Those are might as well be on different planets in yeah. terms of the severity of, of and, you know, lack of control. But people talk about Bob Knight loved his players and they graduated. Like, what we look at as love or caring, compassion, uh, coaching. I mean, it's different from coach to coach because there are some that uh, are easygoing and there are some that get so caught up in the game. They sort of lose themselves in the game. Now, is that egregious what Tom Izzo did last night? No. Have I spent more time on it than I thought I was going to? Yes. Yeah, for two. In the moment, I can understand Gabe Brown or any player being angry and or embarrassed, but uh, that showed a lot of disrespect. I know we're in the world of, you know, you can't touch your student, you can't put your hands on the player, but, you know, a little tug on the back. You know, he's, you know it's, it's Tom Izzo or any coach. you got to show enough respect. If the coach is calling for your attention, unfortunately the camera's picked it up in the locker room, you, you need to stop and, and face the coach and let him say what he has to say instead of walking past him, even though you know you were wrong and you missed the switch and you're embarrassed or angry. You, you, I think you owe it to the coach to turn around and look him in the eye. And Why the can't the player have a bad moment? He can. Okay. But we're putting this all on the player. I, th- I think in that moment, you, you just need to turn around and let the coach, you know, whatever he has to yell at you and say, but to just walk past him like that, especially someone as accomplished as Tom is. To me, that's a, he should have just turned around and let Izzo say what he had to say to him. Yes, he yeah, I can't even really tell from that video if Tom Izzo pulls on his arm or the player's doing like a get off me kind of thing. Well, he pulls because... on his jersey first. So he pulls on his arm at one point yeah. and then he moves him away. Then Tom Izzo has his jersey, yeah. and the player knocks his hand off of his jersey, and then Tom Izzo goes up to him again and, and grabs him and turns him around. I mean, to me, it looked more like the player was like doing, like, kept saying, like, get, get off me kind of thing and let me walk away, rather than Tom Izzo being that forceful with him. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think the player knew. The player was upset. The player was walking to the locker room where you can discuss these things as a team, and that's how it that that's how you handle that. Not let me get on the floor right away after you you made that mistake. I'll be right in your face. And then he's like, no, no, I don't, I, I don't want to talk. I know I made a mistake. I want to go to the locker room. Yeah. McLovin. Yeah. I actually lean towards what you originally said. And I have admit part of it's personal. I had some, I didn't like my coaches. I thought that they had this attitude, like that was just really inappropriate that I thought was dated. This felt dated, this move to me. Yeah. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. I never thought about this before, but we never see this in professional sports. And it's interesting that this guy is six foot eight, 220 pounds, and he's probably 21 years old. But if he was one year older and playing for the Memphis Grizzlies, the coach would never grab him by the arm and vice versa. And it would be like an international incident. But for some reason with college athletics, it's just, it's almost like a, a, a weird tradition. You have control. Yes. You're, you're, and you're controlling a. 18-year-old have been, been given to you from a family almost. I'm not trying to get too deep into this, but it would never happen in the NBA. You would never see Brad Stevens grab Jalen Brown by the arm and say, get over here. It never happens. They're, they're, coaches are just different with professionals. Well, they don't have control. Right. They can they're, have you fired. They're expendable. 
Yeah. The, the coaches are expendable. Yes, he. Which kind of like really makes a mockery of the whole like, hey, they're not doing it for real. They get scholarships. Like that scholarship doesn't really mean anything to kids like that in some in some way when right the control is still all in the university it's all in the coach and they yeah. can take that scholarship away just as fast as they give it to you yeah. just like you know and I think it's a good point that right just the control that they have over these kids even to the point where they can be physical physical with them, with them. putting their hands crazy them. yeah and look I, I, if Tom Izzo was on I would say the same thing to him um, and I. I He's always a great guest. I've always enjoyed him. I have great respect for him. It's not a capital offense. It's it's it it's not egregious. I just don't like it. I don't like the look. I don't like the look for Tom Izzo. That's all. You know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Robert in Sacramento. Hey, Robert. And thanks for having me on. Hey, yep. guys, thanks a lot. Um, you know, I, I was watching that last night. I'm a big Bruin fan. I'm thrilled they won. But I think what made it, I don't want to use the word escalating, was when the player went back at Izzo, when Izzo was yelling at him and got into his face. And you talk about a new era, and that's something that we didn't see 20 years ago. Players no. never got back in a coach's face. And I think that's where the overreaction is coming, is that you never see an exchange between player and coach. And this, and we're going to see more and more of it as we have these older coaches that do have that older mentality, if you will. Not calling you old, of course, but that older mentality. I agree with you. It's a bad look. But these coaches are going to have to grow thicker skin or stop getting so abrasive that way because those kids are not going to take it anymore. Yeah, and, and look, I've had a couple of people who have tweeted. Uh, uh, one that said, Gabe Brown was not admitting he made a mistake. He was blaming his teammates and yelling at his coach. Tom Izzo did nothing wrong. Okay, that's how you saw it. I don't know what was said. We've invited Tom Izzo. I mean, that's not the only reason why I would want to have him on the show, but I, you know, I don't know what was said. I don't know how it was said. I don't know if Gabe Brown was saying, hey, it's not my fault, it's his fault. Okay, was it his teammate's fault? I don't know. But it's just a bad look. I like Izzo. I don't like the look for Izzo. That's all. And I spent far more time on this than I thought I was going to. But because it's not a big deal, given everything that's going on. But it... But I didn't want to shy away from it. It's worth talking about these things. But, you know, for me, I didn't think it was a big deal. Yes, yeah, I think that you really hit on something, though, like just save it for the locker room. You don't have to do this right there on the in the that ramp or out on the court or anything like that. Just have your conversation in the locker room. Let there let your player get his composure. You know, take a couple of breaths, yeah. take 30 seconds away from the situation and just handle it in the locker room. You wait another minute. And you still accomplish what you want to accomplish mm. by running out on the floor. Okay. Now it becomes something. And now he's embarrassed. He's angry. And then you have a confrontation there. And then, you know, you're in the tunnel there. You're not even in the locker room. I I've had coaches, you know, a coach before who was so mad at me. I didn't know he was so mad at me until we got to the locker room and he just aired me out. But at least it was in the locker room with my teammates. It wasn't something where it was on the floor where your parents are watching. Yeah, Paul. As a youth sitting on a bench, I rarely incurred the wrath of any of my coaches. <laughs> I really can't discuss this too much. Thank you, Paul. 
Uh, we'll get some more phone calls. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. The legendary broadcaster Jim Brockmeyer will join us coming up in an hour from now. We'll come back. We'll talk to Sean Salisbury, the football implications of what's going on in Houston with Deshaun Watson. 23 after the hour. Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Oof. Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon 
his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. The Office is on Peacock. Every episode of The Office free through March 24th. Whether you know every quote or you're new to Scranton, you'll find something to love. Sign up at PeacockTV.com. Start streaming now. Make sure you sign up for the DP Show newsletter, DanPatrick.com. It's the daily wrap-up of the program. 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific is when the newsletter goes out. Just uh, enter your email address in the box that slides out bottom right corner, and you are good to go. More phone calls coming up. And the legendary broadcaster, Jim Brockmeyer, will join us on the program. He's the host of the Sean Salisbury Show every morning, Monday through Friday, on Sports Talk 790 in Houston. Sean, I've mentioned uh, the last two hours. I'm not going to litigate this. This isn't about – I'm not court TV. This is just me and my level of expertise is the football aspect of Deshaun Watson and where the Houston Texans are. So we appreciate you joining us and – um, I, I hope you understand how I'm coming at this. I don't care uh, you know, how salacious the details are. The allegations right. are serious here. But uh, what is the mood? What do you th- what's the local reaction here in Houston with what's going on with Deshaun Watson? Yeah, Dan, and, and I'm with you. You know, the irresponsibility that goes with I don't know, and this is about the sports part because it's a very sensitive, serious situation for both sides, and, and they all deserve due process. Dan, it's a very... Well, if you, if you want uh, controversy and stuff that's gone on, Houston seems to be the place to find it the last year and a half when it comes to sports. And this is obviously to another level of seriousness. Um, I, I, there's, a, there's a mix, Dan. There's a, like we're talking about when it comes to the legality of it, of letting due process take. But when it comes to the sports process of, you know, there's conspiracy theories and there's what are the Texans going to do now? Or was this plan? You hear it all. And now if you were a team that was interested in Deshaun, were a team was it that was interested in Deshaun Watson, are you still? Um, are the Texans now putting themselves in position where the, the value of him goes down? What's going to happen with the commissioner? There is a very, they've been very sensitive here. And it's like the, the, the fans here and the local talk here is hard to fathom knowing what you, you know, Going into this just six months ago, he'd signed a new contract and he was the, you know, the darling of this town and obviously still deserves due process. But it's, I, I think it's more gut wrenching than anything that people can't believe they're in this position, whether it's true or whether it's not, Dan. I know the Texans have said publicly they're not trading him and they're not uh, entertaining offers. Do you think the Texans have entertained offers on Deshaun Watson? I do. And I don't, that, that's just my opinion, Dan, and haven't been in this business in the sports business and seen it for a long time. Um, they'd be stupid not to, I'm talking about, this is pre all this, yeah. even with this to not take calls. Why wouldn't you, you, you always, the phone I'm answering the, the phone, no matter what. Now I understand Deshaun Watson, the player is phenomenal and it would take a haul to get him, but why wouldn't you take calls on the, it's your business. Um, you got to do what's best for your team. If somebody wanted to call off you six first rounders, you got to listen. So I do believe in my heart, whether they're serious in accepting them or going to trade him, I understand why they'd want to draw a line in the sand and say, listen, we're not trading him. This guy is a big-time asset in the league as a football player. But I also know in my mind that you'd be an idiot not to take calls on a guy and just file them away considering 
you may get one that you just can't turn down. So I, I believe in my heart, while they may tell us one thing that they're taking, because that's a good business move to take calls on an asset like Deshaun. How much credibility has he built up in the city? Prior to all of this, how was Deshaun Watson viewed on and off the field? Biggest star in the town, Dan. I mean, off the field, uh, the charitable guy, cared, involved in now, you know, like some of the restaurant <clears throat> stuff. He was held in the highest regard you could hold a player in this town. I mean, in the past, you know, Elijah won has been held such high regard. There's been so many that have come through here. He was a guy that basically could do no wrong. And Dan, when this first started about him not wanting to play here, it was like every 98% of their damn near hundred percent of the people I talked to were all, all Watson all the time. Right now. I don't know how that's changed with this on the perception, not the nobody's guilty yet, but on the perception of it, but I have heard more whispers, you know, on my show of people calling in and saying, Man, I started out, Deshaun can do no wrong, but now as they continue to come out, that it makes like anybody say, well, what happened here? How did it get to this point um, on both sides? So, but Dan, he, and there's people that are going to, and as we should, let due process take its course. But this guy was held just to, as you can imagine, somebody in other cities around the country, their star, Deshaun Watson was that guy to this city. And in many points for some people still is, at least even the last few days of people that have called in my show. Who runs this franchise? Like who is the person that's in charge of everything? If I had money and had to bet it, Dan, I would say that the guy who's running this franchise is Jack Easterby. I, I, I would. I, I don't think you're making many decisions that aren't run by his desk. Now, now I know the, what's his role. Uh, well, we don't know. He came from a chaplain, put it this way of guys that are in his position of power. Very few have had a resume as empty to be in that position of power. Now I've never met him. I'm always willing to give a guy benefit of doubt. Now you, all these articles that have come out on the dysfunction in the franchise and Jack, but I can't fathom with decisions that have been made about personnel, not only players, Dan, but people from, you know, equipment, staff, everything. I don't believe now. I think Nick Casario is making a lot of these football decisions as he should, because his resume says, top shelf and should be in this position. He should be the one making all the decisions when it comes to football. But Bill Belichick's admit Jack's not a personnel guy. And I think Cal McNair has. But, but he's all a former team chaplain. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah, yes, he is. And a character coach. But he has found a way in this thing, just from our, my knowledge and the way people are talking and things I've read and heard, that, but, that, that there's very few things that are going by or decisions that are being made on anything in that building that Jack doesn't have insight in. So I actually think, well, if Cal signs the paychecks, I think Jack's making most of the decisions and they're letting Nick do the football stuff. But I don't believe Nick's making football decisions just based on here's what I want. I think you're clearing everything. And if Deshaun Watson were to stay or get traded, no matter where this goes, Dan, I, I think that Jack Easterby would be a guy who's going to have a lot of saying it. There is the, the, the dysfunction and, and quite frankly, the, 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 the talk of a cultish feeling in the building is this is all pre all this stuff that's going on now is part of it. Now there's people who swear by Jack Easterby in his past, but here he's become, he's become the guy that, that people would want out. And I talked to a guy, Dan, I asked who would be, if you had to make the decision on Watson or Easterby, if Cal McNair had to make that decision pre all this controversy, he said he believes that Cal would choose Jack Easterby over Deshaun Watson pre all this stuff happening. He's uh Sean Salisbury, the morning host, Sean Salisbury show, Sports Talk 790 in Houston. A couple other football items here. Arizona Cardinals got older. Did they get better? 
I do think so. They got older, but Dan, some, I know youth matters, but I also believe that that team's lacking something. It's just with Fitz there, it's helped, obviously, keep it together. Adding J.J. Watt, you're adding character. You're adding guys who can may not give it to you for you know, Hudson, the whole group. I actually do think they got better. And if Kyler Murray elevates his play, the, I think that they're a, a definite threat in the, in the uh, NFC West. The Rams are good, depending on what happens with Russ Wilson. But I do think while older, now Dan, talk to me in five years, we'll have a different conversation. But in the urgent, I, I don't think there's any question. That locker room will feel different and the performance will be better because they will raise the energy. These veterans they've added will raise the energy and performance of some of these young players. They did get better. I know that the Bears and Seahawks didn't want the information brought out that I reported on what (laughs) they offered for Russell Wilson, but it is out there. I'm just curious, though, Sean, I don't understand why the Seahawks, John Schneider, will sit down with the Bears GM Ryan Pace and listen to a trade offer. As Peter King said last hour, well, maybe it's just, uh, you know, professional courtesy there. Okay, professional courtesy, and you're going to listen to a trade offer for Russell Wilson, and then you don't counter anything. Like, yep. so, so what was the purpose of that? That's the disrespect of it. If I'm going to listen to your offer, professional courtesy, don't I at least owe you something as a response back to you? Yeah, I, I made an offer. Could you do these counters? Yeah. Say, hey, listen, Hello? we like it. Could you add two more picks? Right. And here's the wife. Been like, I, I, I'm not there, but I, my thought is the reason why he's entertaining the offer, because they would be interested if it was something they couldn't refuse. Now. I, I've, I've said, you work your whole career to find a guy like Russ Wilson or Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes' player. Why do I want to give him up only to try and find it again? And the Bears, they, they haven't got that quarterback position right, Dan, for forever, forever. And if you had a chance to give up three ones and, and they Seattle would have taken it, you'd jump all over that Russ Wilson thing because there's no guarantee with the picks. But, yeah, I, I, I personally think if I was Chicago, you know what i do, Dan? I, for, I, I call back and I say, well, what if I added an, another second round pick or added a second round pick to this or another player and see if you could actually get Schneider and say, oh, you wanted me to counter? Of course. But Dan, to me, I would throw in Andy fact, Dalton. He just got there. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> send the red rifle or the red pop gun or the red cannon, whatever you want to call him. I'm with you. Oh, Offer what you want. And can you imagine though what it instantly does for the Bears? If Russell Wilson was in uniform for them, I get why Seattle's not. But I believe, like the Texans, if Seattle got an offer they couldn't refuse, you have to consider it. A counteroffer would be nice if you're Seattle. And if you don't want to, then don't answer the phone and don't discuss trades if you're not interested in taking a trade. Great to talk to you, Sean. Have a great weekend. And uh, strap in there. (laughs) Yeah, I I got the roller coaster double ride strapped. By the way, you didn't want to talk Final Four today, Dan? I thought that's brackets, none of that. Um, no, who you got winning it real quick? I don't know. You don't No. You're, I've, I've seen your jump shot. I got, or are you probably I, saving it. I, I got an hour and a half before I have to make it official. Oh, my bad. That's right. I'm, I'm cutting into your, your prediction late in the show. My how, bad. How are my Houston Cougars doing? They're really, really good. They're going They're They're going to play Illinois for a trip to the final four. There you go. Kelvin Sampson will have them ready to play. Okay. And Sean there was a go. good basketball player in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Used to, yeah, yeah, it was. What? The fish story gets bigger was. No, no, but you were, you were, you, what did you yeah. average in, in high school? 26 and a half, 25 and a half points. Okay. I was physical though. Nasty on the glass, man. Where? Mad hops, all that. <laughs> now you can, now I can't jump higher. You can slide a piece of paper under you my were vertical kind of barely. The, you were Tyler Hansbrough before Tyler Hansbrough. I was. 
I was the Jack Sigma oh, of Orange Glenn okay. High School. <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Jack Sigma of Orange Glenn High School. Yeah. No, they, hey, it's good to be on. Hey, did what? they retire your jersey in high school? Uh, my football jersey. I, I cannot believe my baseball and basketball jersey aren't hanging in there. There's going to be a problem because that's as close to any other jersey retirement I'll ever get other than possibly the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Maybe. How, Maybe. How many touchdown passes you throw your senior year? I have no idea. No clue. I can tell you how many points I scored. Football is my – Dan, I don't know. I, I can't name eight completions in high school. But I can tell you every jump shot, dunk, and, <laughs> and, and, and home run I hit. I can. I don't know anything about football. Maybe I want to forget it. But no, yeah, you, it's good to be on. No, no, because you, you – look, you went to USC. You were one of the more highly recruited quarterbacks in the country. Yeah. I mean uh, – Long time ago, yeah, brother. Yeah. Long yeah, time ago. Yes, Seton. Do we need to start a movement at uh, like Escondido High or wherever the, to get? Uh, oh, excuse Glen me, High. Orange Orange Glen Orange High. Glen High. Yeah. Orange Glen High no, to get Reggie, Reggie Bush was uh, Escondido. Right, 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 right. No, he was Helix. Oh, okay? Helix High. Bill <laughs> yeah. Walton. Bill Walton get, and get, Brian yeah. Sipe went. To. And I remind Bill Walton all the time when I see him that I passed him on the all-time San Diego County scoring list. Okay, <laughs> and I did. Now, I don't know who's better, the big redheader or me, as far as basketball goes. In high school. Probably, probably Walt, okay. just a hunch. Okay. But, yeah, Orange Glenn Pay, we got to start. We, the groundswell's got to build. Retire the <laughs> basketball jersey. <laughs> Great you, to be on Thank you, you, Sean. I, I appreciate you, brother. Thank Th- you. That's Sean Salisbury. And, by the way, I joke with Sean all the time. Sean was a great high school quarterback, All-American, went to USC. Then, of course – became just a good quarterback and then went into uh, the NFL a little bit, CFL. He won a great cup. So, uh, and, but I remember I, uh, he tells me all the time, but he didn't ever talk about football. He always wanted to tell me about his basketball career. Uh, we'll take a break here. Phone calls coming up and back after this in the Dan Patrick show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern six to nine Pacific on Fox sports radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for, or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER 
As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. We lost Jim Jackson yesterday, but Fritzy always gets his man. Fritzy should have worked for the FBI. America's most wanted. Fritzy will track you down. Uh, Jim Jackson, who did the UCLA-Michigan State game last night. And he did the Drake game. That was an exciting uh, finish also. Yeah, so uh, we think Jim Jackson will join us coming up at the uh, top of the hour. Mr. Play-In Game, Jim Jackson. Some phone calls here. Aaron in Missouri. Aaron, good morning. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Second time, long time. 5-8-175. Uh, you guys were talking earlier, and I kind of want to get your perspective and the back row's perspective how college players are treated compared to pro players are treated. And I think it's an observation. We always consider college players kids, even though some of them are older than the adults in the NBA. Just kind of want to get your perspective on the difference between college kids, and they may be older than pro adults. Okay. Um, thanks for the phone call, Aaron. Not sure I follow exactly what he's saying, that you can be an older college player as opposed to a younger, like, Somebody who goes into the NBA at age 19 or 20? Yeah, McLevin. There is a school of thought that, you know, there are a lot of people who think these players should get paid, and calling them kids is a way to demean them. Because they're not kids. They're yeah. some of them are 22. Yeah. Uh, you know, just to sort of keep the system as it is. Uh, Jesse in L.A. Hey, Jess. Welcome back. Hey, Pete. Hey, bud. Hey, but uh, happy Positivity Friday. Uh, so I got to gloat a little bit because I'm calling as a proud UCLA alum, and lately I don't get many opportunities to do so. <laughs> I, I went there from 05 to 09, and when I was there, I got to see three Final Fours. And uh, that brings me to my autograph story I think you might like. So my sophomore year, I was working at a cafe on campus that catered to the important folks at UCLA at the basketball games. And the job was to get their orders before the crowd show up, and bring them their food. Well, the first game I worked, I noticed Coach Wooden was sitting there. So I abandoned my work, ran straight to the student store, purchased a basketball, brought it back to Pauly, and used my newfound credential to go sit with Coach and talk to him for about three minutes. As I took his order, 
he even signed the ball for a high school teammate of mine. And once I left, I was immediately fired by my supervisor, like on the spot. <laughs> to this day, best business decision I've ever made. That's good. Guys, All right, buddy. Weekend. Thank you, Jess. Have a good weekend. Yeah, I remember the first time I met Coach Wooden, and uh, he had come to Eastern Kentucky to give a speech. He had had his Pyramid of Success, and he had had a book. And I remember he was up there at the end of the speech, and he was taking, um, you know, if you wanted to give him something to sign, then he would sign it. But nobody was up there getting these items to give to Coach. And I go up on the stage, and I just started getting these pieces of memorabilia or books, uh, Pyramid of Success, and then Coach would sign it. And then at the very end, he signed a uh, Pyramid of Success for me. Fast forward to many years later, I'm working at CNN, and I went out to Los Angeles to do a sit-down interview with Coach Wooden. And I went to his apartment. He lived in a, a, an apartment. He didn't live in a house. And uh, we did the interview outside, and then he realized that I knew everything about UCLA basketball. I mean, I'm, I'm bringing up guys like Tommy Curtis and Ralph Drollinger. Like, I'm just bringing up guys that maybe played a little bit. And Coach realized that I, I knew UCLA basketball, took me inside, and he made me a uh, pimento cheese sandwich. Lovely. And we sat down. He let me open up all the scrapbooks that he had, and I stayed for a couple of hours. And it was one of those moments where I'm in John Wooden's house, and I'm looking at all these scrapbooks, and I can ask him all the questions that I want, ask him about dealing with Walton and how tough – dealing with Bill Walton, you know, the person was. And he was just wonderful. He was just a gentleman. And uh, I'm very, very lucky to have that experience. Yes, Eden. So you met Coach Wooden as a, as a like student athlete and then also as a professional? Yeah. Did he remember you no. as the student? Because you know how you always get the, uh, oh, no. the you get it all the time. You know, no. we met before. Oh, oh, yeah, 15 years ago at the airport. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. He didn't know who no, you were. No, he did not. No. I did tell him. I said, Coach, I was at Eastern Kentucky and uh, – you know, you gave a speech and then I came up on stage and I was helping you. And he goes, well, thank you. And and that was it. it you know, he wasn't going to remember some, you know, pimply faced, long haired kid. Yes, Paul. Do you find yourself, I don't know if you remember how, what it was like in that apartment, but almost like an out of body experience where you're hearing him and you're talking to him. And you're also thinking, why am I here? Yeah. This is John Wooden's apartment. How, how did I get here? It's almost like you're having two conversations. And and he had and he had lost his wife now and he had her nightgown draped over her bed. And, you know, you could tell. I mean, that was love of his life. I don't know how many years they were married, but like he never, you know, he, he never got past that. And like there were just I took inventory of everything that I saw in, in his uh, apartment. And uh, but I was told that you do interviews outside with coach. And then then he might let you in. And I we got done with the interview and I went all in on my UCLA knowledge. You know, I'm talking about, you know, you guys lost back to back games to Oregon and Oregon State. Wasn't Lonnie Shelton on that team at Oregon State? Wasn't Ron Lee at Oregon? Like, I'm just I'm giving him everything I got. Remember when you coached Lou Elsinder? That was awesome. Remember when you recruited Bill Walton? Was that cool? <laughs> Oh, all right. I think we're tracking down Jim Jackson. Fritzy, give him the thumbs up. He's joining us next. Okay. And uh, the legendary broadcaster, Jim Brockmeyer. All that coming up. Dan Patrick Show.
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. 